Hey everyone, you're listening to PR Hangover, a bi-weekly public relations podcast and talk show brought to you by Grand Valley State University's PRSSA chapter, and me, Courtney Fogel. Grab a cup of coffee and enjoy the show. Hi everyone, today I'm here with Linda Skorkin, the general manager of Venny Sweet Shop in Niles, Michigan. I've worked for Linda at this store for like five years now, and I just thought it would be really fun to sit down with Linda and talk about how she basically interacts with her customers, how she does her own public relations, how she runs her social media accounts, and I'll let her introduce herself. Hi, I'm Linda. I've been doing this for 10 years, and I've been forced into doing social media just because of how public relations and promotions have changed over the years. Mm-hmm. And yeah. now it's huge. It is huge. But it does play a big role in, I guess, gaining customers and gaining their attention online and stuff like that. Oh, it sure does. We, we learned that the hard way this Christmas. It was the biggest impact social media has ever had on us. Um, in general, the store had gone through less than a thousand candy canes. And we decided to go Facebook Live with making the canes this year. So Sandy and I did a batch and we had somebody film us as best as possible using just my cell phone and we posted it. We went Facebook Live with it. And then we posted an edited version because it's a long process. And it was huge. And then- Do you remember how many views it got? I don't remember how many views it got. But it was a lot. It was a lot. We And then a local newspaper saw it, so they came in and interviewed us. And then a local TV station saw it and came in and filmed us twice making canes. And we're not exactly sure how it happened, but that little media blip got shared. We had somebody in North Carolina call us to order because they saw it. That's crazy. Don't know how. Yeah. Don't know how. The impact of those. I think it was like the process of watching the canes being made that really interested the customers. Right. It's so unusual that people do it by hand Mm -hmm. these days. And so, you know, we're a historic shop. We were established 100 years ago. And the fact that we still make things, some of the the things by hand, the way they've been done for years, forever is just it's a makes people feel really special about them mm-hmm. you know so I guess since we didn't talk about it the store has a bunch of like homemade candies chocolates um, caramel apples just basically anything you can think of chocolate wise and it's really special it tastes really really good and everybody raves about it yeah we have we have really high quality handmade chocolates and we are a destination shop so we have some customers that will drive in from chicago and to buy all their christmas gifts to buy chocolate that will last them for you know months and we have we ship all over we have some people where we ship you know every holiday they call and we're sending out their package um so we're, we're a lot more than just local because because of the quality right do, wasn't there somebody from like overseas that would buy chocolate? We our our chocolates have been sent to multiple places in Europe. They've gone to Puerto Rico, Costa Rica. Um, they've been sent all over Rome. Rome. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah, it's everybody just really likes it, and we get a bunch of good reviews. Like every time the customers come in, they're always really happy about just how the shop looks, 
and the windows, the decorations. Oh, yes. Sandy and I, who is the other chocolate maker um, and the hand dipper here, yesterday by noon, we had had three compliments already mm-hmm. on the quality, on the store, on the windows. Well, we do a big deal with our windows. We have these giant display things in them and we switch them out for every holiday and people really get excited about our windows. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we just put 4th of July in the windows. So so by, by noon, we had three compliments on various different things and that's just makes us feel good. I think also the effort that you put into that, everybody can see it, I would say. And- oh yeah, I, I agree. Um, there's a lot of thought that goes into the windows. It is so helpful that Sandy and I work together to do things and, you know, it shows. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, with giant display windows in the summer, you can't put chocolate in there. So right. we have to decorate it with something. So we, <laughs> we do the holiday themes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So kind of going off that, one thing that I think is really important that you taught me when I first started working here was that customer service is like key to everything oh absolutely um this is i know everybody does a lot of stuff in the back packaging and boxing and all this kind of stuff but ultimately it's a sales job Mm -hmm. you have to sell at the front counter and it's not an order taking job like would you like fries with that Mm -hmm. Um, you have to be able to interact with the customers make suggestions you know, we always stress happy, peppy, friendly mm-hmm. because it's customer it's customer service, and we need to just be on our best game all the time. You right. Can't, you cannot be cranky in a chocolate shop. It right. Does not work. <laughs> there are other like com- competitive, I guess, chocolate shops in the area, and we always get comments about how just people will travel um, like 20, 30 minutes to our our store, and yeah, well, we're worth the trip. First off, the combination of a better quality chocolate combined with we can do a lot of things here that you can't do at other chocolate shops, like custom pack your own box. Mm-hmm. You know, you pick every piece out individually, and Courtney will pack it for you. And I'll pack it for you, and I'll do it very fast. Yes. <laughs> and then complimentary gift wrap. Yep. Which people really like. Yeah. And we have options too, like it's kind of like, I think the customers feel special because they get to choose things and make these, they always say, oh, it's such a big decision and it's chocolate, but to them it feels like Well, yeah, especially important. If, if it's a, like if it's a gift, there are typically two ways, three things that people do. One, if they don't know what people like, we recommend they just take what we already have packed because it is a combination of the most popular items in the store. Mm-hmm. On the other hand, so that we do a lot of that at Christmas. Things like Valentine's Day where you're buying for your sweetheart and you know your sweetheart only likes these two confections, that's when we do the most hand packing. Right. Valentine's Day is like crazy. That's the best word that I feel like describe it. It's we I think have that's pretty accurate. we have the whole the whole store is always full of customers and then there's normally like a line outside the door, constant throughout the whole entire day, like standing customers the whole day. Yeah, yeah, and that's when we try to anybody who's worked here before, 
we will try to get them to come back to help on that day. The traffic and February 13th, the traffic is so heavy yeah. that you know we've had employees' kids skip school to help. My son always had the Valentine's Day flu, you know, and was working here. Anybody who's available, we pull them in. Right. Yeah. The holidays, I feel, are have this kind of like nostalgia if that's the right word for people as well. And well, yeah, and we have people who bring back the same heart-shaped box year mm -hmm. after year after year after year, and, and we will repack it for them. Yeah. There are also customers who they want a new one every year, so mm -hmm. I don't know whether they're pulled out for decorations. Yeah, they or probably collect just, them. Yeah, they're sort of like collections. Because the, the boxes are really beautiful, and you can kind of pick whichever pattern you want, and in all different sizes and shapes and um, so yeah they're kind of like a collector's item as well and then a couple years ago Sandy came up with the idea to duct tape boxes mm -hmm. and so we do collegiate boxes you know Michigan Notre Dame Michigan State uh, we've done novelty boxes like Star Wars and trolls and mm -hmm. uh, I can't remember what else we've done but frozen. Those have been frozen. Yeah, when Frozen was really big, frozen. we did that. And those, those were really popular. And that, yeah. was, that was a great idea of Sandy's. They were. I think she saw it on Pinterest or something. They did, like at Easter time, the caramel apples, they have these really cute bunny shaped apples. So they'll have ears and then a marshmallow on the back for a tail. And a little, little marshmallow face. Yes. Sometimes we regret our wonderful ideas because they tend to be very labor-intensive. Time-consuming. <laughs> yeah, we, we did turkey apples for Thanksgiving for the first time last year, and those were super cute. Super, super cute. And then for Christmas, uh, we did Santas and penguins and snowmen. But actually, this Christmas, we didn't... We were too busy baking candy canes to do any apples. Right. So, just didn't. Yeah. One thing that's kind of cool that Linda does with social media when we're making a new item is she'll post it online and what do you call it? What are we Just making? Guess what, guess what we're making. And people, the first people who guess correctly win it free. So if we're making caramel corn, they get free caramel corn. Um, you know, we made two new things for summer this year. One was a Rice Krispie treat on a stick. And so obviously the first person who guessed that wanted. And then we made s'mores for the first time. And people once the first person who guessed s'mores won s'mores. Some of the contests are really easy. Um, we we've only had one that I finally gave the answer because nobody was gonna get it. What was that one? We were making creams. Oh. But we showed some of the things we make are a multi-step process. And so the part that I filmed was just the start of it, which mm -hmm. was boiling the sugar and corn syrup to start making the fondant. And nobody guessed. Nobody guessed it. So, yeah. So finally, I stopped it because I was, had to do something else. But it gets a, they get a lot of traffic on their website for stuff like that because I think, again, like the candy canes, people like to see that it's actually being made and and they're really interested by that. Well, the guess what we're making thing, usually we have at least 100 guesses and if you go to how many people were reached, it's like 3,000 people. Mm -hmm. For a store this size, that's 
I think that's really good. Right, yeah, yeah. that's a lot of people. Yeah. Right now I'm stirring caramel to make some caramel apples. Yeah, she's, that's what she's doing. If you can hear it, that's what's happening in the background. She has this, like, I call it a witch's pot. I don't know if you, if that's what you call it. That's what I call it. But she, that's where she makes the caramel and what Yeah, we, we cook in ginormous copper kettles. That's what they're called. Copper petals. That's better than witch's pot. Yes. So there are a few different tactics that Linda uses for marketing as well. Use constant contact to send out specials and promotions and we send a coupon for a free chocolate happy birthday bar for the month of their birthday and then when they bring that in they get a discount as well and then if there's leftover seasonal stuff that we really want to get rid of like if your birthday's in May and we still have some Easter treats, you'll get a free, you know, Easter treat because mm -hmm. at that point we just want them out of the store. Um, so we do that. We started a rewards card last September, which people really, really like. When people spend $10, they get their card punched. You can only get one punch a day no matter what you spend, though. And when the card is full, you get $10 off. So people, we've had so many of them come in but I still think it's a good idea. We had a lady yesterday actually asked me whether I regretted starting the punch card mm -hmm. because we're giving $10 discounts all the time. And I said no, because we want to reward our frequent customers. It actually motivates people to spend more than $10, more than $10 um, which is good. And it's a reminder that they should come back. Mm -hmm. And then we also were in a coupon book that is, it's no cost to us, except for we obviously have to honor the coupons. And we offer three different things, and the, it's a regional book that goes southwestern Michigan. What is that? Is that Super the... coupons or super oh, okay. book or, I don't know. But we offer three different things. One is, if you buy a caramel corn, you get a caramel corn free. Another is $5 off bulk chocolates or not five sorry five dollars off a box of chocolates half pound or more and then buy a quarter pound bulk chocolates get a quarter pound free so they can try different things hopefully we gain repeat customers and we're not just you know giving free stuff to people who are already our customer yeah but people like those too we get a lot of people come in that say, I've never been here before, and then they end up buying a bunch of stuff, or we'll let them try a piece of something if they've never had the chocolates, and then they just get really excited. Yeah, we have a what we call our oops tray out. It's There's a little sign on it that says, damaged, mystery, and mistake chocolate, please help yourself to one. And unfortunately, we usually do have a string of regular stuff that we have either messed up or it didn't turn out exactly how we want it, or sometimes it's past its season, you know, like we have Christmas-shaped items that in January we just want to get rid of. So we, we call it our oops tray. People get very upset when we don't have our oops tray out. Other than Valentine's Day, the heaviest traffic comes in over Hunter Ice Festival, where Niles gets world-class ice carvers, and it's a three- or four-day event where there's ice sculptures on all the street corners and down in the pavilion there's a park area um, they will 
do really large sculptures. One year there was a carousel that you could ride on. There was a ping pong table that you could play ping pong on um, and other things like that. And we will see, you know, 500 people will come through the store that day. Unfortunately, it's so much of it is weather related. This year, the ice festival was about 40 degrees. So by Sunday, like we were very lucky. We had a little blip of ice, but that's about it. Um, last year, it was 60 degrees ice festival weekend in January in Michigan. Right. How do you predict that? The weather yeah. definitely. And then people are disappointed because the ice is all melted. and. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so yeah. it really just depends on the weather. Kind of the same thing for everything because if it's really hot in June, people aren't going to really want to buy chocolates. And then if it's really like freezing or like snowstorms in December, we don't know what's going to happen with traffic for Christmas. Yeah, we're, like most small retail, we're weather dependent here. Um, you know, if it's 95 degrees, it's really difficult to transport chocolate, to ship chocolate, to even, sometimes getting it back home is even difficult. Yeah. You know, when it's that hot. We had a lady in that actually Courtney waited on, on Monday, and she bought one or two boxes of chocolate, I don't remember what it was, mm -hmm. told her to get it in air conditioning pretty quickly, and she said, yeah, I will, as soon as I finish my errands, and we both just sort of looked at each other like, ooh, this is not going to be good, and she's like, yeah, but they're short errands, it's like, you just have to smile, because we've already told her to get them in air conditioning, and mm -hmm. it's 95 degrees, it doesn't matter how short your errand is, if you leave it in your car... Yeah. It's going to be slop. <laughs> I mean, Courtney had a gentleman in a couple weeks ago who did exactly that. Bought a bunch of chocolate as gifts. He left it in his car. Yeah, he in the in. summer. He he left it in there for six weeks. He said, and he had forgotten about the gifts that he bought. And so he brought in the boxes, and he said, "Well, do you think I can still give them as gifts?" And and the chocolate had melted, and then like solidified and then melted again and I, I just said no I really think it would be best if we redo it so we I tried to identify the chocolates as best as I could and just repack the boxes the same way but sometimes the weather is not our friend here no no a couple years ago we actually had a verified blizzard on Valentine's Day that was that was sad <laughs> that was very sad because they shut the roads down they shut the city down I mean you couldn't get out and, and things like that you can't you can't control no so it's been nice having courtney back this summer we wish she wasn't going to go back and take more classes but she'll be back again at holidays and yep. she'll be here at christmas we've already i've already roped her into working full-time over christmas but it's fun it's i think it's the most fun to work over those busy days because the customers are all like in good spirits and yeah it, it we have great customers yeah we have we have wonderful customers. We get a lot of local support. We get support from out of the area, and we greatly appreciate all of our customers. You know, we're big into the shop local, um, shop small business. It is a staple in the community, um, and you know, so we 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 love our customers. Yeah. We have a customer. How old is Vivian? Vivian is 92. She's so cute. She wears like rings on every finger. She comes in dressed to the nines all the yes. time. And we have another one who is, I think, 94. Um, 
and her name is Ruth, and Ruth. she also is wonderful. And they're so cute, and every time that customers like that come in, it like it lifts our mood up. I think as well. It does. Yeah. It does. Yeah. So basically, even though it's a small town, we still get big business here, and social media plays a role as well. Oh, social media is huge. Social media is huge. The especially the what are we making? And I need to make it a policy. It's sort of an unwritten policy, but I need to get our staff to stress this, and I need to stress this, that if you check in here, you get free chocolate. Oh, yeah, that's a we, good idea. We did it for a while, and it was popular, and then we started it right before Easter, and then sometimes you get too busy to stress these things. Mm -hmm. But we thought, because of the impact of social media, that if people check in here, and we can verify it on their phones, they can choose one of a chocolate for free. Yeah, that's a yeah. good idea. Yeah, once again that, and I, other than the Facebook page for Venny's Sweet Shop, I'm not much of a social media person. Obviously I have to have my own page to manage a business page. Um, so I've never checked in anywhere. But I know that when you check in places, all your friends can see it, right. and it's like a web that goes out there. It does. So we need to. So for those of you listening to this podcast, when you come in and check in, you get free chocolate. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's that. Yeah. So thank you, Linda, for talking with me today. Certainly and not a time. not a problem. But sorry, we had to be multitasking to get stuff done at the same time. Okay, that's how it works here. Oh, yep. now we have a customer. Now, now we have a customer. All right. So, so thank you, th and I'll share your Facebook post on my blog for this th podcast. Thank you, and I'm sure I will see you before Christmas. But yes. I've got you on the schedule. Yep. All right.